Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. God, who's here again? Oh, it's me. <laughs> Galen Ross. Oh, Galen Ross, you blonde-haired bitch. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of blonde-haired bitches, we're also joined by... <laughs> so, as the line was coming out of my mouth, I saw I saw the face get close to the monitor. I'm in trouble. I was gonna say, let me finish. Let me finish. Speaking of blonde-haired bitches, with old lady. Speaking of blonde-haired bitches, we're still looking for one for our show. All we have is this distinguished lady who I just, from the bottom of my heart, adore. Permanent host of the show, Miss Ashley Pontius. Ashley, how are you? So you're still looking to replace me, is what you're saying. <laughs> I said permanent I, host. There, I closed up all the gaps. I closed up all the so gaps in that. <laughs> you said we're still looking for a blonde bitch for this show. I can ever. I can find something wrong with you at any given moment of our friendship. Oh, Ashley, how would you say that this uh, second episode of, I know two-parters are a bit rough. What, what would you say about this episode that uh, people should stick around for at this point? Is It's good, though, no? No, I mean, I enjoy it's it. Bad. I mean, Jeremy makes it through the whole episode without uh, snoring, which is great, so he can breathe. And... <laughs> And Eric also somehow makes it through this whole episode without peeing or grabbing a beer. So, like, I feel so proud of both of them. I feel like they're really stretching themselves to do more. I did. Uh, this was the goatsy of our episodes, if I was going to talk about stretching. Um, very strong from all of us. And you know what? We're just going to hop right back in to part two of Dawn of the Dead. And see. So uh, CJ locks him up for the night, and Mackay Pfeiffer has his famous line, what the <laughs> fuck do you do? <laughs> um, which is very funny. Uh, the the Peyton Manning asks that he said he could totally fuck the Dairy Queen chick, but she's super dead. And then you get to hear uh, this wonderful line uh, from Ken Forey, where he talks about the end of the world, where he also gets to say it again. Here you go. From hell is overflowing, and Satan is sending his dead to us. Why? Because you have sex out of wedlock. 
You kill unborn children. You have men-on-man -man relations. Same-sex marriage. And one time you laughed at the show Modern Family. How do you think your God will judge you? Well, friends, now we know. When there is no more room in hell, We'll walk the earth. Now, a lot of people say, hey, maybe that's bad messaging, right? But listen, if you're, let's say you believe this, that there's no more room in hell, that means you either need to abstain from doing those things, or if you have enough gay sex, you technically... Technically, you don't go to hell because it's already full with all the other gays, right? So, Jeremy, what I'm saying is <laughs> meet me over at my house. We're going to have some gay fucking. We need to fill up hell faster so we can get out. Well, look, if you just are patient enough, if you just, boys, if you can wait from sticking it in each other's butts, I think hell has a housing bubble and it's going to burst and the prices are going to go way down. <laughs> oh, this movie was way too politically incorrect and they're correcting it. So he's, he re redo this scene. He's like, you don't recycle. You don't wear your mask over your nose. You don't wear the third mask over your fourth mask. And you drive an SUV that isn't even electric. <laughs> you are going to hell. If I can just circle back though. Yes, go go for it. Go um, for it. I did I did look. I I never said it during the production of this film, but I was actually super upset that I was uncredited as the fat chick from Dairy Queen. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah very fucking doable hell yeah oh man i can't just think you could have be you could have given birth to retard manning uh <laughs> the world's strongest of quarterbacks Look. he's got a hell of an arm also he can't stop fucking eating trains um <laughs> eric i don't know what you're talking about i'm still filled with hope one of you's gonna get divorced at some point it, it, ew <laughs> So look, um, and if only my wife would die. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next, though, uh, things get a little bit turned up to eleven as a truck of people show up on the scene. Uh, luckily, they painted the same thing in the original B and P uh, from the original Dawn of the Dead on the side, which stood stood for Baltimore and Pittsburgh, which is actually a small company that used to operate between Baltimore and. Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania for the original Dawn of the Dead. Although it is odd that a B&P, Baltimore Pittsburgh truck, would be showing up in Milwaukee, the current location of this film. Doesn't seem right. I was just right. going to say, I thought B&P stood for button pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know the way to my sweetheart, Ashley. Um, so, uh, they do, uh, we get introduced to the new cast as they back their way up. There's an old lady, there's a super turbo gay guy, there's a lady in a wheelbarrow that looks like Eric Woodworth. Uh, it's real scary. Um, I was just happy to see Mrs. Grape still working. 
<laughs> so uh, uh, we get introduced to this new cast of characters, as well as Steve, uh, the guy from Modern Family, who is a fucking huge cocksucker in this movie. Uh, I do like it. Uh, uh, when they uh, when they're talking, here's here's a little clip from Steve, which I do enjoy. Sweetheart, let me tell you something. You uh, you have my permission. If I ever turn into one of those things. Do me a favor. Blow my fucking head off. Oh, yeah, you can count on that. So there you go there. Uh, now, uh, Ving Rames wants to go make his way back to his brother at Fort Pastor, but uh, Steve informs him that he was just like, oh, no, you don't want to go there. He was just like, what's wrong with it? He was just like, is everybody dead? He was like, dead as in uh, they get bit, and then they get back up, and then they're trying to bite your face off. That like, kind of dead? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, but luckily, Michael's able to uh, uh, calm him down, make him not leave, say, we could really use you here here uh but then we get to see the fucking wheelbarrow bitch go off which i love this she's probably the scariest looking zombie in this movie uh just all prosthetic up she takes her last breath and when she gets up it's just very first of all it's just scary to see a fat person run that fast and that is why i am intimidating i am a fast runner that is exactly why I never went to any of your games. Um, but I I love how fast she is for pork chop. She is just so fast. I, I'm blown away by by lugging all that fat, saucy body all over the place. Good for her. I love it when big people move fast, though, because everybody... It's funny that, like when fat people do something athletic it is the most amazing of things to other people and that's why uh it was fun to play sports as me <laughs> it looks like me as soon as the country buffet doors open in the morning so it's it's funny because like i at one time i weighed 300 pounds and i ran a 5 4 40 which is slow like a like an nfl speed is like a four two so like a four four forty something like that like the nfl standard for fast is like a four four forty i ran a whole second more than that which is in is light speeds of difference but i just remember my my teammates going he was like i gotta be honest with you we were not expecting you to get a five four that was amazing like we were expecting like a solid minute it would take you to go 40 yards when I tell people that Eric took home the gold, it's abbreviated because what I really mean is golden arches. He loves McDonald's. <laughs> I do love. I do like Mickey D's and the diarrhea that it uh, gives me. Uh, oh, by the way, the uh, bloated woman, played by Ermis Blair Blairison, a dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It was, I did know it was a guy within those uh, in the confines of that giant fat suit. Uh, I do like that they they talk about it. And I think this is like a little part where you get to see James Gunn's fingerprint on the movie is when uh, the hillbilly guy is just like they they were like oh, it's just so sad that she's gone. He was like, what was her name? And they look around the room and nobody knows. He's like, he's like, damn, she died without a name. <laughs> It's going to be the same when I die at one of my shows. I, I'm i going to be the Bob Saget of female comedy, but they're like, I don't know who this bitch was. They're like, damn, who was that bitch who did that wet-ass pussy joke? Nobody remembers. <laughs> yeah, Bob Saget. They're going to call me full blouse. <laughs> Full blouse. That's 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 a that's a good level pun right there. My only Very hope good. is that my only hope was that at Bob Saget's funeral that the uh, Tourette's guy was there. 
Oh, yeah, I, I would miss that. So uh, then we get to see uh, Max Headroom get his bl- brains blown out because he's bit and he's still sick. Uh, it's a tearful uh, moment for his daughter. Uh, and I do love how that shot, though. He was just like where like Sarah Polly's character, Anna, is like very against it. And Michael's like, he's got to be fucking dead. Are you fucking out of your mind? Yes, we need to kill this guy right away. And just Ving Rhames walks into the room after she comes out. They shut the gate behind it. And then they like cut away as he's pointing at her and it shows that other seed where, uh, where, uh, Michael and Anna are coming up. He's like, oh, I'm so glad you didn't do it. And then all of a sudden you hear, and you hear the fucking giant explosion of the shotgun. And it's like, Oh, just a 10 out of 10. They're like, Oh no, we did it. And I definitely made the right decision there. There was like, you are. And I, I've done the same with Eric when I've gone over to his house. I'm like, I'm really glad you didn't pee out the back door. I'm glad that you've evolved. And then he's like, no, I did it. I mean, don't step in the back there. There's a puddle. I agree with that. Uh, which immediately kicks into this musical sequence with uh, another insisted upon song by the great Zack Snyder for this movie. Uh, Down with the Sickness, of course by Disturbed originally, but this is the lounge version by Richard Cheese, which introduced me to the world of Richard Cheese. I didn't know about this guy before this movie and I have never forgotten about him since um, I mean this version lounge music is just for really filthy music is probably my favorite thing in the whole world now I know this is a good one but I will say the funniest thing Richard Cheese has ever done and I pulled just the quickest of clips for this uh, is <laughs> is Richard Cheese uh, just a quick excerpt from the song My Neck My Back a cover which he does use hard N uh, in that song um, you should but but I love like lick my pussy in my back and I love the br- the intro to this breakdown here just I, I pulled a seven second clip here lick my pussy Bobby <laughs> I just, I just love lick my pussy everybody lick my pussy bobby uh, it's just uh, richard cheese funny story about richard cheese too i have one other one about richard cheese my friend went to go uh i'd say it's not my friend a friend of a friend went to go see richard cheese okay because i won't claim to be close with this person but uh he said he was in line while he was waiting to see the richard cheese show a guy came up to him uh, and he was just like it was richard cheese and it's like a casino you could still smoke inside or whatever and richard cheese walks up to him he's like hey what the fuck are you doing he's like what he's like you're not allowed to smoke in here what the hell and so the guy was like oh i'm sorry and he puts the cigarette out and as soon as he puts the cigarette out richard cheese takes a cigarette out of his pocket lights it and walks away <laughs> That, you know who that reminds me of? That feels like a Tommy Simbazo movie. That is a good Tommy Simbazo bit, 100%. So, shout outs, Richard Cheese. I know uh, we, we devoted a whole 90 seconds to your content, but go ahead, dive right into that. Enjoy it. It is good shit. I just, I just want to see Tommy Simbazo get upset about somebody smoking weed, and as soon as they put it out, he puts like a, a, a mushroom on his mouth. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> but this is a good montage to this song down with the sickness i do uh, enjoy it you get to see uh uh steve ty Burnell's character steve uh uh fucking some lady who's part of the uh the new group and uh, uh, yeah 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 but they 
in that same Conan interview that I played earlier, he mentions that he he got recognized one time from the movie uh, Dawn of the Dead. He's like, it's not super frequent, but I get recognized from Dawn of the Dead from time to time. And uh, one time was when I first started doing Modern Family. The security guard was a lady and she was outside of my trailer and she said, hey, you're the guy from Dawn of the Dead. He was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. And that was me. He was just like, I loved you in that movie. And then she was like, he was like, oh, cool. He's like, no, I loved you in that movie that the one scene with the huh and she makes this he makes this thing he's like uh what and makes this gesture of bringing both the elbows down like this like like it's fucking and because that's what he's doing he's doing doggy style for just a brief moment hey that was that security guard's favorite point and then she was like he was like oh okay cool he was like well what did you do with the rest of the day he's like i didn't go back to my trailer i couldn't i couldn't go back there anymore for the rest of the day so there's somebody out there whose sexual fantasy is that guy. And that just means there's somebody out there for everybody. I know this is shocking, but he's not on my list, Eric. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I'm. Uh, what about John Bunnell from um, World's Craziest Police Chases in the early 2000s? I'm Sheriff John Bunnell. Um Eric, you know that I'm like 10 years younger than I you. I know. God damn it. I hate myself yeah, sometimes. You're a minor. Yeah. So meanwhile, while all this is going down after the montage of watching some members of their group put on uh, 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 women's lingerie, there is a power outage. Shit gets real. They got to go down to the garage to go find out what's going on. Uh, in, the, in the process, do they run into some zombies? Yes. But what do they gain? A fucking dog. And what do we learn about dogs? Apparently zombies don't eat them. That's pretty cool. Bullshit. I call <laughs> bullshit on them not going to eat the dog. Did we skip a scene between uh, the montage and the... Um... The underground scene where they find the dog. Oh, um, the Kayla, <laughs> the celeb shooting gallery. I'm sorry, Jeremy. There is a there is a brief montage where there's a whole Jeremy song that we do need to play in its entirety. And by that, I mean I need to edit out one part so maybe that the federal government doesn't come and attack us. So without further ado, there is a cut the song off at a certain point that's fine well we'll play it for ashley so she can hear because it's important that she does um but there is uh jeremy wrote a song about one of the better scenes where they're playing a game with andy across the street which is shoot a famous celebrity they write a celebrity name they're like burt reynolds boom and andy can find every one of them can I preface the song? I feel really guilty about it mm-hmm. because I'm friends on Facebook with Adam Rifkin, who made the last of Burt Reynolds movie, which was phenomenal about him going to a, a small event where he's given award as the greatest actor award. But it's really a fucking bar with a bunch of fanboys. And he really <laughs> realizes <laughs> how far he's fallen as a celebrity. Uh Great fucking movie, and he makes fun of, you know, like, uh, things that would be smaller than Monster Mania or Chiller Theater, which are big fucking events. And, you know, you would never see Keith Coogan fight with, uh, with, uh, with Schwartzman at a never, fucking never. I, in fact, I gotta be honest with you, I would just never see Keith Coogan. Um, <laughs> That's that's actually a thing I would do. So, um, without further ado, though, Jeremy, we're on top of the rooftop of this mall. We're playing this game. He's shooting celebrities that they call out, like Jay Leno, Rosie O'Donnell, and you wrote a song about it. Here we go. 
And at that point, we cut it off. I'm pretty sure he said, Joe, uh, buy sexual chocolate or something along those lines. I don't know who exactly that was. But uh, yeah, great song, Jeremy. I thought that was really strong. I don't think... Alexa never heard anything I was singing. When SEAL Team 6 can't enter your room to take you out on a Black Ops mission because the rats are too strong, that will be where you won, Jeremy. You know, the day when the feds come over and they show me all the, the cameras that they put around my home and just show me masturbating, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry now. <laughs> do you, I do. We're, I would love to. This. I would. I'd love to see. Just. I mean, I wouldn't love to see it, but I'd love to see it edited. Is a picture of like a camera hidden, watching you jerk off, and then in like a room filled with TVs, going somebody going, "Holy shit! It's Jason Bourne." <laughs> well, um. The only way they're getting Jeremy out of the house is if it's a silly Team Six, because you ain't leaving that mattress. Um, but <laughs> I'm also glad that I stopped the song just at the point where I needed to to not have to do a post edit, and that yeah, is there's mm. no way I'm gonna lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> so no, these are all zombies, though. Um, so anyway, uh, as we're going, you can't shoot them until they're dead. Listen, we got to move through the rest of this goddamn movie because there's some big things coming up right now. And I would like to watch the last half hour of the goddamn football game. So, look, meanwhile, Luna is... Are Redskins going to make it to the Super Bowl? I just want to watch the Bengals. I'm a big Bengals fan. I hope they're fucking doing well. I might have some money riding on it. I might have taken the underdog here, and it's scary, and I want to watch it. So, look, uh, I'm going to miss all of it. So, look, meanwhile, Luna... Uh, who is Makai Pfeiffer's girlfriend. She's half zombified, tied down. There's a fucking power outage. They have to go restart the generators. They find a dog. His name is Chip. There's a fucking legless uh, retarded zombie that jumps down from the rafters, which how did he get up on the pipes to move around like a monkey? I don't know. I didn't ask. They uh, they burn some of them up with gasoline, which is a callback to the original Dawn uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Um, and all this whole time the baby is coming out of the fucking lady who's turned into a full-born zombie but now he can still feel it in there there's a fucking thing anyway i just did a song about it it's called apocalypse kid and i hope you guys enjoy it double song episode my baby girl oh my whole world makes me smile and she makes me twirl This softens my heart Of this hearted man Oh yeah Gonna be the best thing The best thing that I can But oh God Oh no It's the end of the world And I'm having an apocalypse kid Yeah My old lady she got bailed 
would kill me But she still got rocking tits, oh yeah Oh, I'm worried, as you will know Hope the others don't find out or I'm blown, yeah But oh, damn, she's looking sick And I'm having an apocalypse kid, yeah She's looking bad, so I had to tie her up Water breaks, a red tide for sure. Pulling them out, and my heart begins to soar. This baby's name is, this baby is rice skinned, but not light skinned. That is a white child. That is Caucasian from the mountains of Caucasus. That is a Slavic baby, a Viking from Iceland. Then this old lady, who I thought was my friend, she comes. Bursting in, seeing my zombie gal right there. She opens fire, and I return to back and yeah. Taking this damn golden girl to the promised land, oh yeah. Cause I just had a kid. My apocalypse kid. Okay, Apocalypse Kid. There we go. We got it. Where did you get that clip from? <laughs> oh, have you never seen that clip from the movie? That's a Cat Williams clip where... <laughs> if you've never seen it, Jeremy, it's a 10 out of 10. Just search, search Cat Williams' white baby, and his wife comes, and he is, she just has the whitest baby with glasses on it. He riffs for like three minutes. He's like, that is a white baby. That is the whitest. That baby has a higher credit score than I do. That is not my child. That cannot be my child. I've been in here for 16 consecutive years. Do you know what that means? That's consecutive. That's year after year after year. That is a white baby that looks strangely like the god behind them they focus on the guard and it just totally has the same classes as the fucking white ass baby it's a good scene as my brother i have to apologize to you the most for being such a racist that i truly believe black people are funnier than white people except for you and that, <laughs> you know i will choose cat williams over the blue com for any fucking day. Cat so. Williams is one of the funniest comics, and when people bring up funniest comics of all time and his name isn't mentioned, I throw it in the mix because it it's deserved. Anyway. And I'll, I'll meet black guys that are they're like, yeah, I think the blue comedy is like, no, just shut up. Richard Pryor, dude, and, and any black comedian funnier than 99% of white people, except for maybe Sam Kennison, so... Yeah, Sam Kennison was an angry fella. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the song. I worked on it today. It was a, I thought it was fun. So, uh, yes, there is a zombie baby that's born, and our, our, our pistol old lady comes in, who has some great dialogue in the film. I know we didn't get really into it, uh, but she looks like a golden girl and uh, goes fucking hard in this movie and shoots Mackay Pfeiffer for having a zombie wife. Well, the only thing I want to say is that I'm glad he was shot because... Before she shows up, he kissed his dead zombie wife. You swapped fluids with a zombie. He should have turned anyway. So she did. She was just preemptive. She was do ready you, to go. Do you think that they've never confirmed that in a zombie movie? Would a zombie kiss? Would it do that? You think? 
It should because if a bite is transferring fluids and saliva, why mm. would kissing not? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I will say in 28 Days Later, the dumbest way is just looking up at a dead body and catching a little bit of blood in the eye. So, yeah, I'd say a kiss would probably, yeah, it'd probably burn you up. Probably be bad. Yeah, I mean, if I if I can get herpes simplex from a kiss, I should be able to get the zombie virus. Although, you want to know what's something, now that we're living in a time of a pandemic, the only thing that now sticks out to me is the lack of mask wearing like in in the zombie apocalypse you don't think people would be like you need to you need to mask we're in a mall right now right now you need to not the flesh eating thing you're just like do you have do you have a mask on can you wear yeah. it <laughs> you need a mask on all your orifices because you're probably leaking everywhere <laughs> so uh, i, I- I, I know that when a real pandemic comes that is more than like less than one percent uh more mortician yeah let's um, get like a let's get like a 75 percent death rate like the stand or something like that where we all have to choose good or evil I like that uh just missed your last five seconds but um I just made uh, a stand uh, reference you're good hit hit it um when a real pandemic comes about not like this bullshit. I will wear a real gas mask um, because that might actually prevent the transmission of viruses. And also to answer uh, um, Ashley's question. Um, Jeremy, the idea that you're going to wear a gas mask, but you won't currently wear a CPAP is actually the hardest thing for me to believe in everything that I've heard tonight. <laughs> God, God, God forbid I should stop breathing during the night. <laughs> oh man snoring snoring leads to death of course. <laughs> so, uh, you know i i i also wear <laughs> copper socks and gloves <laughs> because those will protect me from um um you know other placebos that might um anyway uh no no um growing up in the 80s uh yeah i was told that anybody could get aids um no it's blood transmitted hence unless i'm dennis rodman i will never get aids <laughs> dennis rodman never got aids what are you talking about <laughs> dennis rodman is one of the few people who's broken his dick in other people five times and hence blood transmission could be possible that is true no, his- Hey, hey, can I tell you one thing about uh, AIDS in the early 90s? I know, Ashley, you were you didn't get exposed to AIDS because you were just being born. But when I was in elementary school and this is a teacher that Jeremy also had, Miss Brody, she was the media teacher at uh, Talbot Springs Elementary School. And so it was Black History Month. Miss Brody was a black lady and she was going over black heroes uh, for Black History Month. And Arthur Ashe came up. Okay. Now Arthur Ashe, she mentions was a was a tennis player and she showed us footage of it and he was one of the greatest tennis players that ever lived. And then she at the end of her thing she goes, and he died of AIDS. But then she leaned into us like this. She goes, But he got it the good way. Which is very funny to me in like twenty twenty one. Which is so hey, just so you what know is the good way to get it. The good apparently in Miss Brody's eyes, the good way to get AIDS was an accidental blood transfusion and not having gay sex. Just so oh, you know. So it wasn't a moral failing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So Miss Miss Brody made it sure that she, she let us know that Arthur Ashe got AIDS the good way. <laughs> which is hey. 
very honestly in 2021 that is the funniest thing that i can't stop laughing about right With now. The medical genius on this show i don't know why we haven't gotten out of this pandemic <laughs> so uh if i ever do get aids i'm gonna blame it on a toilet seat <laughs> So, all right, look, 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 stop. Stop spreading doubt Dr. Fauci's original lies. All right, so look, the next plan, though, okay, is uh, that's not true. This is all misinformation. Oh, they're going to take us off Spotify. Neil Young's mad at us. So, so look, look. Neil Young's going to come after us. Neil Young can't take jokes anymore. He's a billionaire. Okay, so look. I wish I had burned alive this morning. Uh (laughs) Ashley does not share the views with this bit. Okay, so look. Listen, there's a new plan, though. They want to go grab a boat, it's Steve's boat, and then go to an island, which is a, a, an original thing back to the 1978 version of Dawn of the Dead. Get in a boat, fucking find an island, take that out, and do your thing. Uh, so Eric, in the meantime, they have to make a murder bus, which is... Hey, Eric, what island? Any I- island. <laughs> yes, yes. Good call back, Jeremy, to the original 70s uh, Dawn of the Dead. Anybody got any cigarettes? Uh-huh. I did not pick up on that. I thought this was an Epstein Island joke. <laughs> He's just like, we just want to, we just want an island that's zombie free and there's no age of consent. Okay, that's all. <laughs> that's all we want. We got all these girls, but they're over 18. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Oh, Jeremy, you're a monster. I'm going to commit suicide. (laughs) So look, so uh, they do that, but uh, in first, there's a montage of building a murder bus. They turn the two shuttles uh, into fucking uh, uh, hard-nosed Mad Max-style things. They put a fucking uh, bulldozer front on one. They they chop out the sides so there's places where you can run a chainsaw through the side. It's really badass. Wait, can we talk about the scene when they decide this? Two days ago, I saw some buses that'll get through all those zombies. You want to get out of here? You talk to me. That is true. That is true. So uh, they construct these murder buses. uh, But first, they got to get some food to Andy because Andy is dying of starvation. He hasn't had fucking anything to eat in the last two days. And that's Ving Rhames' chess partner. And who else is going to be friends with Ving Rhames? He's way too strong. And he's been raped before in the movie... Pulp Fiction. So you have to he's making concessions for Andy which is nice. Um, so uh, they 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 theorize that the dog made it fine. The dog would be cool. We'll just put some food in a little satchel on him and we'll do it down. But this fucking red haired bitch and let me tell you she, as the most useless character in the Dawn of the Dead movie it's this red haired girl because most of the time she just has teary eyes and then she falls in love with the most beautiful man there and it's fucking it's, it's annoying and I don't like it. I don't like her. She also makes cool dolphin noises calling the dog. <laughs> yes, true, true. So they lower the dog chips down, and sure enough, the, the, the zombies don't care about it, which is not fucking canon to any other zombie film. They will eat anything. The dog makes its way over to fucking Andy, and he opens his little fucking dog door, which he has for some reason. He has a dog door in the front of his thing. Of course, zombies get in. Shit gets wild. But this fucking red-haired bitch is scared about what happened to Chips the dog. She takes 
off with one of the goddamn murder buses or, or or the original truck, right? It's the original truck that they backed up. Takes it off and fucks up everything. Now it's a situation where there's two people that are in danger and they need to go rescue them. The plan gets hatched. They go into the fucking sewer system that's underneath it, pop up mid-street to get in there and uh, are able to get in there. And if you notice really closely and you're listening, she's hiding in like a fucking metal uh, closet, gun closet or whatever. But if you listen very closely in the background, it's the original 1970s fucking Dawn of the Dead, but played as Muzak in the background, which is a kind of cool touch. Another callback to the original film. Uh, they eventually find Andy and sweet um, Ving Rames has to blow his dear friend's head off uh, as he just fucking takes the and it's not just his whole head it's like from the lower jaw up like everything just fucking evaporates so pretty badass little scene now teaching moment about uh shotguns and uh good thing in that gun cabinet that uh um tar man wasn't there because he would have gotten that uh gun cabinet open with some chains yeah Yeah, tar man is a smarter zombie though yeah he's been in in that barrel for like since the 60s oh my god i'm turning into you idiots all i could think of was tarred man <laughs> yes ashley i'll get to go out there and, and i'll eat her brains ashley i'll make me smarter you are one of us now Shh. don't you fucking say that to me you swing <laughs> <laughs> one of us now, Ashley. One of us. <laughs> Nothing can affect you, Ashley. You will harden your heart so that you will be a true comedian when you are crushed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ashley is more of a comedian than I'll ever be. So, uh. Snoring isn't going to be what puts you to sleep, Jeremy. I'm going to do it. <laughs> just, uh, Ashley, all you have to do is just not, is not be a CPAP. Um, so look, there. <laughs> So uh, they uh, they they go to make their way back. They get into the sewers using a propane tank, which, by the way, didn't know propane tanks were such effective giant bombs. Jeremy, have you ever tried to shoot a propane tank before? <laughs> Every year. Come on, dude. Do you have to have the flare combo with it? Or if you just shoot it, will it just like open up or will it explode on contact? Well, you know, you're far enough, it goes off like a rocket, and uh, that's what makes Jeff Bezos like a real astronaut. That is true. He's been just collecting. Him and Hank Hill have been perfecting space travel. Okay. So they... Uh, off the rocket. It's just how to shoot the propane tank in the right spot. So uh, they explode a propane tank, and they go back into the sewer, and they have a little sewer fight where uh, CJ actually drags our other dumb guy and gives him two guns, and then he's shooting like that it reminds me a lot of actually of alien resurrection that scene where like the little uh amputee guy another great amputee by the way is like shooting while the other guy's swimming and stuff but ultimately he gets overtaken by the zombie he's like kill me and he's like oh yeah no problem cj has no problems just putting a bullet in that guy's head and moving on with his day uh they make their way back to the mall but uh the guy from fucking modern family is not waiting at the door as they were uh, instructed and the zombies like are all coming up and they stop at the bottom of the steps and they're like they do this dramatic like we got you now motherfuckers and they start moving now somebody Ashley 
somebody actually asked Zack Snyder about this. He was like, hey, you have these running zombies, but it's kind of weird that they just stop at the bottom of the steps when they've been running the whole time. Why wouldn't they just like go up there? And Zack Snyder very funnily apparently said that uh, he was just like, oh, in real life, the zombies would do this, but this is actually just a movie. So I just, you know, I did it for dramatic effect, <laughs> which I thought was, <laughs> it's such a funny thing. Like to say, he was like, oh no, real life zombies would, wouldn't have stopped. But you know this. Yeah, I'm sure the person who asked the question loved being talked to like that. I'm sure it's. <laughs> God, so, yeah. There's, there's something I wanted to point out earlier. Is is ladies? Uh, you know how there's uh the the prefix, you know, Mrs. Ms. And then in other countries, there's even title of lady. Just know that once you reproduce, Eric gives you the title of old lady. <laughs> I would call it a title of respect, but we all know it's not. I don't. Hey, I don't feel that. I don't feel that. And being an old lady is a good. That's a good thing. I hate that. <laughs> when did I drop an old lady? Did I do that recently? Have I done it this episode? You put it in your song. You put it in your song. So well, my old lady. Stop. That's my old. That's my. Stop old calling lady. her your old lady. She's not old. old. You're old. You're old. <laughs> I mean, I am technically sure. Yeah, I don't. I, but if you called me your old man, I that doesn't hurt my feelings. So is that weird? I don't like it. It's weird. Listen, you bitches just need to age. Okay, relax. Just get older. It's okay. You can just accept doing there. You know. You know what I mean? Jeremy, add Eric to your list of people to shoot in that song. <laughs> <laughs> so i do like that uh eventually uh anna opens the door uh because that cocksucker from modern family wasn't there and they have to make a mad sprint to the elevator where they get in there finally and the doors close and uh i do love that little part where cj just goes i love this song which was uh by the way not written in the script at all he just actually got there there was no music that was playing he just figured he was like i'm sure there should be elevator music here he's like I love this song. He totally improvised that line, and uh, it made it into the movie. So, uh, shouts out to uh, the actor who played CJ from the show House of Cards. Um, they <laughs> they then um, uh, are on full-on run mode. They load up their fucking war machines, and it's time to go hit the road uh, we get the exciting climax where they open the gates and start plowing through people uh, we get to see the chainsaw fucking things on the side of the uh, 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 bus as they're cutting off people's legs and shit it's just a fucking symphony of gore and violence eventually CJ gets up there he's like I'll clear us a path and he throws out a propane tank and luckily this zombie just picks it up for no reason you don't know why he picks it up but he's just like, this is shiny and it'll be easier to shoot this way. And then fucking boom, shoots it in. It's like, like Eric picking up a keg. Um, But I love that scene because I was hoping, even though like I love the characters and the you know protagonists, we love them. I was really hoping he was going to pick it up and they're like, yeah, we win. And then he just throws it back at them that's what i wanted the whole time <laughs> yeah that would be dope uh didn't happen though it was a pretty good role for the guy that plays drax in uh guardians of the galaxy 
<laughs> he was a swole zombie, I will say, but he looked more like of an Eric Woodworth, a guy who does like 12 to 13 push-ups a week and then still has a sloppy body that looks like it's melting every week. It definitely had that more Eric, feel. stop. I don't have any more underwear left. <laughs> stop. You can't go from hating me to fucking uh, being attracted, okay? I want to confuse you. <laughs> um, so... They uh they make it through. There's explosions as they race towards the marina where Steve's boat is. The two buses, one of them accidentally actually crashes. They end up sawing the one bitch in fucking half down her shoulder blade, which is a really cool effect in the movie. They actually made a full cast body of her, and like that whole slit where the chainsaw goes down was just filled with blood bags, so you could reload it over and over again. And apparently they shot that 10 times for a scene that actually only was on screen for maybe three seconds so shout outs to that that's good special effects and i fucking love it i love a chainsaw going through a goddamn person shout outs to the new episode of peacemaker where they chainsaw a whole goddamn (laughs) uh fucking gorilla which is uh chef's kiss good um (laughs) that eric but yes it's a great scene It's a brand new episode, goddammit. I mean, um, listen, I, I feel like it doesn't ruin everything, but it's totally worth knowing that you need to watch Peacemaker to see a gorilla get fucking chainsawed. Eric was right. I tried to I tried to resist the show and now I can't stop talking about it's it. It's so um, good. Oh god, shut up. Okay, we're gonna keep going forward. James Gunn production, by the way. But I do, I do hate, I do hate that this is the dumbest accident you could have during the apocalypse is that like oh I, I forgot to turn off the chainsaw and you just fall over and lose your goddamn life to this idiot i hate it yeah hate it. hey hey you know what that reminds me of a really dumb plot tool it's like uh uh if you've ever watched the old it show uh the it tv show with gary sinise right hey gary sinise he just he can't make it to the final battle you know why because he just gets the regular flu and i fucking i got i don't know why that bothers me so much he's just like I just got regular flu. I couldn't make it to Vegas to help everybody. Eric, you mean the stand? Yeah, I'm sorry. What did I say? You said it. Oh, you know, it's like, definitely the stand. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fucked up. I definitely fucked up. But you know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. Does, does that bother you that Gary Sinise can't make it because he has regular ass flu? Like, oh, I got Omicron. I can't go and fight the devil. Okay, Gary, relax. Why don't you lose your legs and help a fucking tarted man make, become a billionaire? Talking about when he breaks his leg? Huh? Yeah, he breaks his leg, but he also just has the regular ass flu because he gets sick and he's just like, oh, I just think I have a regular flu. <laughs> no, I my 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 biggest thing in in the stand, which we can't seem to stop talking about today, but I love that miniseries. So what am I saying? Um, I love that Gary Sinise in this movie, they were like, Yeah, you know what we're gonna do in this miniseries? Young, sort of hot Molly Ringwald is going to be so into him and there it is this whole movie is nothing about baby making with some of the most unattractive men oh yeah i mean listen i think you're overselling a night a mid 90s molly ringwald though okay i mean i need need a female opinion um would you rather have sex with gary sinise or judd nelson okay but here's here's the catch i need you to elaborate judd nelson in like 2005 or like Breakfast Club Judd Nelson. Breakfast Club Judd Nelson. Oh, I would Breakfast Club Judd Nelson. Hands get down. out of that little asshole. I would let <laughs> that dude tear this ass up. 
it's more it's more of his um persona than his actual looks because his nose is just horrible. Oh no, he has a beautiful jawline. I love me an effeminate man. <laughs> Why join the podcast? Eric was like, oh, do you want to join my podcast? And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, are you uh, Fortune Femster? Yeah, I'll be on your pod. Uh, <laughs> Make sure you watch the movie Malicious. So. so, okay, listen, let's get to the end of this thing. Uh, one of the ba- after the chainsaw scene, the boat capsizes, which are uh, called the uh, the Pinta and the Santa Maria. Uh, oddly enough, um, uh, the the Pinta fucking goes over. Uh, the gay guy breaks his neck. Um, the other lady's chainsaw. Ving Rhames lives, and also so does Steve, the dickhead who has the boat keys, who they need. So they back back up to go get him. And Sarah Polly's character, Anna, comes out and, of course, finds him and shoots him in the head, calling back earlier, where she's like, I'll definitely shoot you in the fucking head. Uh, she also has the wherewithal in the zombie apocalypse where there's full fucking uh, Deion Sanders speed zombies running at you left and right to pick up the goddamn keys out of his pocket and run back towards the bus. They hop back in there. And it's important to mention that like this whole scene, like they're opening up fire on all these goddamn zombies. The way that they did this special effect is they actually, everybody had their blood squibs already hooked up to their heads like this. And there's so many goddamn headshots in this movie. It's fucking amazing. But this scene, everybody, Every actor, like extra, had their own little blood squid where they could press the button, and so they could time it where they could press the button and then fall down like that, which I thought is a really cool effect because I I just watched this, and I'm just like, God damn, how many people did they kill to make this movie happen? Like, they had to murder at least one person. How did, how did the crow take away fucking Chris Lawrence's childhood? And that somehow they made this whole movie happen right here with so many fucking headshots. Well, Eric, you know what they call a group of crows. <laughs> you know, somewhere, somewhere on set, there's like a gun expert and they have like a pile of fake bullets like, I got the fake bullets on this side and I got the real bullet. I hope I don't mix them up when I put them in the guns here. Oh, damn, I put a real bullet. Oh, that's going to be that's gonna be Alec Baldwin's gun. I d- <laughs> <laughs> hope you don't shoot a principal of photography or a grip in a couple of minutes, Mr. Baldwin. Ooh. You don't even have the assistant director and kill him by accident. Ooh. That would be bad. Guess guess which Baldwin just got moved up to the hierarchy. Welcome to third place, Alec. Daniel is our new king. Um, so <laughs> no, third place is uh, Steven. Okay, that's fair. Star of the new Star Wars, Stephen Baldwin. Yes, <laughs> Luke Skywalker. So, uh. They eventually take the boat and uh, crash through the marina. I don't know how these zombies are running so fast. Are they just picking up more? And I, I don't get it, but they, they crash through there into the dock. They don't stop. They, they break part of the dock. Why? I don't know. Again, why did they even take two buses? It doesn't make sense. It's a goddamn bus. There was enough people to just be in the fucking tank one that could plow zombies over. Why was there a second one? 
I don't know. Other than the fact that they just needed a chainsaw, bitch, which actually is probably a really good fucking reason. Sorry. I'm not going to question you again, James Gunn. So what if they need like a giant transport bus with a giant propane tank in it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But CJ, of course, is stuck in the in the back of it. Why do they have a giant? Because they have to carry 40 pounds of fucking uh, uh, propane because they're huge King of the Hill fans. It was the biggest show before the thing all stopped. So as the zombies are doing there, CJ pulls the fucking sacrifice card and shoots all the zombies that eventually shoots the giant thing, preventing it so that everybody can get away and get to the boat safely. Good job, Eric. Was I ranting a bit there? I felt like I went on a bit of a rant, and I did, you guys you had, probably didn't design. You were you were getting that Ashley double chin going. It was pretty God. Fun. Oh God, I am a, a pizza and a half deep, and the carbs all go to the other chin. Um, Good job, Louis Black. Even though you're not Jewish. <laughs> Just call me Jewish White. Um, so look, oh, you Gentile Lewis Black Stein. But in all of the mayhem, uh, they realize as they're about to get on the boat, all that is left are is our lovely young couple, uh, Ving Rames and uh, Anna, and of course the uh, the great Michael. But Michael unfortunately was bit earlier when he went out to go help Anna, so he has to stay behind. And he just there's this beautiful scene about him. he says, "I think I'm just I think I'm just gonna watch the sunrise." Who knows? It's just gonna. It's just gonna you know, happen. You know how like they this. rewritten it. Roy wrote that scene. He's like, "Sorry, I was bitten the dick," and she's like, "Well, just cut your dick off." No, I'd rather die. <laughs> well, you know, I I really resonate with that scene, Jeremy, because he was inconvenienced by that woman, but he took it like a champ. And it's exactly what Eric did for me today. I was like, hey, could you give up football so that I could be late? And he's like, yeah, no problem. I'm missing a, a, a game that I have a lot of money writing on, but it's cool. I think I'm just going to stay here and watch me lose all my money. I say I say a lot of money, Ashley. It's not a ton of money. It's like $20, but the whole point of spending the $20 is to feel the excitement of it happening while it's unfolding. And now I'm just going to log off of here and find out if I won or lost. And you know what? Either way is fine. And I'm glad that you did an altruistic thing today, which is great. So... Please tell me Super Bowl parties at your house in two weeks. I'll have. I, let me let, let me brunch the old lady. But and by Super Bowl party, I mean Jeremy. I just allow you. Tracy allows you into our home on a single day. Then yes, that the party is happening for you at least. We'll see if we'll have guests. Um. So anyway, um, uh, they get on the boat and uh, make their way and to this. And by the way, we, I, this is the end of a two-parter, by the way. We did two hours of content. I'm not going to make this one episode. We're 100% two-episoding of this. Um, but uh, they get on this boat. Uh, they they leave Michael. It's just that they find that it ends with some found footage, which is fun. Another found footage scene uh, where they make their trip to the quote unquote island. Okay, story time of what you actually see. They get to an island. There's clearly palm trees. Am I wrong on that? I feel like you see palm trees. Okay, cool. I, I needed us to agree on that. They get on there. Yeah. Immediately, there's zombies everywhere, and there's just a gunfight, and one gets shot right in front of the camera. End scene. Okay? 
end of the movie, we're done. They play down with the sickness by the actual disturbed instead of Richard Cheese. Okay, let's go into some geography here. So, remember how I mentioned earlier in the movie, this movie takes place in Milwaukee, okay? Do you know where Milwaukee is? Do you know where Milwaukee is? Okay, Milwaukee. That's in uh, Wisconsin, am I correct? Correct, correct. And it and it and it's right up against Lake Michigan, right? So Middle America, okay. They went yep. to a. They ended up in a place with palm trees, okay. The drive was twenty minutes from the goddamn mall, so we have to assume that they drove to Lake Michigan to get there. I'm telling you right now. I tried to make this work in my head. I swear to God, I tried to make it work in my head. What What is the fucking island with palm trees they went to over this course of time? When I tell you that I followed rivers and estuaries for an hour plus today on Google Maps to see if there was a way, I was like, how would I get to a place with palm trees? How do I get to the equator of our map from Lake Superior uh, uh, from Lake Michigan, Milwaukee. How do I get there? But then there's another thing, okay? Which means this is a Christopher Columbus-esque trek that you had to take to get to an island from middle America down like rapids. Like, you understand, you have to have like a, a, a an enslaved black man on a raft at certain points of this trip to even possibly think about taking the Mississippi down. That's fucking nonsense. So, what you do have is this other caveat. There's a movie called Survival of the Dead, which is supposedly supposed to be a tie to this movie, where they make it to this island, which is supposed to be the same island as George Romero's 2009 movie Survival of the Dead. Well, so we have a location of how you get there, right? That island which there's no way it has palm trees it's off the coast of delaware confirmed that's off the coast of delaware off the coast of delaware is the island for survival of the dead so the the path they would have had to take if i'm right and i'm no listen i'm not a seafaring guy i don't know this but you would have had to go up Lake Michigan, into Lake uh, uh, Howron, find some fucking, get into Lake Erie from there. Like, so now you're in Pittsburgh like that. You go up to Lake Ontario. You're following between Canada and the U.S. You go upstream through Montreal until you hit the Hudson River, and then you float down till you hit fucking New York City. You spit yourself out, and you go there. Where are the goddamn palm trees after all this? Make it make make it make sense to me, Ashley. I I I don't boat either. The closest I've ever come is all the time I spend in a long John Silver. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's like any other horror film. I mean, they get in a boat and then they they go underground to like the underground parts of the earth. And in the end of the lost, and there's like dinosaurs there, and they meet Chaka, and um, yeah, that's where palm trees are. It it just looks like every Hollister I've ever been in. <laughs> and also, if it was in Maryland, they go to the off 
shore island called Burkittsville Island. Oh, that's not an island. It's in the middle of Frederick. Okay. It's landlocked. There's not a crab that has ever been seen there that wasn't sent in on a goddamn murder truck. At the Blair Witch Islands, where she'd make little 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 things out of like um, bamboo thing sticks and everything, and there's there's Ashley. Where can people find you at Love? <laughs> this has been a journey. Um, so the last thing I want to say about the movie, I like that Eric picked this. Um, I, it was a fun movie. I haven't revisited it in a while. Um, the last thing I want to say is that Eric couldn't figure out how the zombies kept up their stamina and they were so fast this whole movie i actually know um they just kept drinking gator aid but it's spelled a-i-e gator aids um, hell yeah um you can find me online at ashley pontius laughs i will be at church of satire february 11th oh february 11th check that out and hey don't miss rough edges brewing me and ashley pontius come up there hometown woodsboro pa all that shit is coming up. Waynesboro, Woodsboro, I don't know. Who knows? I do know one thing. Jeremy, take us out of here. Lisa, you're tearing me apart! That's funny. <laughs> my baby girl, oh my whole world Makes me smile and she makes me twirl it softens my heart of this hearted man, oh yeah. Gonna be the best thing, the best thing that I can, but oh God. Oh no, it's the end of the world. And I'm having an apocalypse kid, yeah. My old lady, she got bad. Gonna kill me, but she still got rockin' tits. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm worried, as you will know. Hope the others don't find out, or I'm blown, yeah. But oh, damn, she's looking sick. And I'm having an apocalypse kid, yeah. Looking bad, so I had to type her up. This is love filling up my cup. Oh, now the water breaks a red top show. Pulling them out, and my heart begins to soak. This baby's name is this baby is rice skinned, but not light skinned. That is a white child. That is Caucasian from the mountains of Caucasus. That is a Slavic baby, a Viking from Iceland. Then this old lady who I thought was my friend, she comes bursting in, seeing my zombie gal right there. She opens fire. And I return to back and yeah Taking this damn golden girl to the promised land, oh yeah Cause I just had a kid My apocalypse kid